Hi, this is Jennifer Dono with Young Female Entrepreneurs, and you're watching the Young Female Entrepreneurs live stream that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here at ovalay.tv slash live. And tonight, we're going to be talking about business and bras, which I'm sorry, but I am crazy excited for. I don't know what the deal is with the bras or... If it's that she, um, we're talking to Mariah Gentry of Joey Bra. I don't know if it's the product, which is a bra that hides your iPhone. Seriously cool. If it's the Kickstarter program, um, it's the fact that she's a junior in college or what it is. But I am incredibly excited to introduce this company to you. And um, I'm actually on the live chat and on Twitter. So if you have questions, definitely type them in and I'll make sure to pop them over to her. But um, before we get started, just quickly about Young Female Entrepreneurs. We are an online community over at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com uh, that caters to entrepreneurial women in their 20s and 30s with uh, Twitter chats, blog. We've got a book club that's going on courtesy of Jessica Newell and Morgan Hatton. Uh, they are starting with a new book very soon, June 11th. So make sure that you... Uh, check us out at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com to find out more about the book club. We've got a Twitter party happening next Friday and a whole lot of other crazy stuff that's going on. Um, so I'm very excited about everything. So again, youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. Um, but, oh, there's an echo? Is it because my, sorry, we're on the live stream. It could be because my phone is right here. Um, so just really fast, let's go ahead and talk about the live stream while I make sure that I turn off my phone. Sorry. The producer is looking at me like I'm doing something bad. Is there something else that could be creating an echo? This is live, by the way, in case you were wondering. So I am on the live chat, in case anyone was wondering. Um, I think I mentioned that already, but I see that Jenny, Jenny Dibble of Traffic PRM is on there, and Amanda, a fan of Joey Bra, is on as well. So thank you all for showing up. Again, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. We're working on a little audio difficulty right now. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and introduce Joey Bra. Are we good with the audio? broadcast on yeah do you have it on one of these that you're you're doing you're you're it's coming back at you mm. anything like that because i just don't know capture audio well, if you guys are experiencing an echo, make sure you let me know in the live stream chat, and we're working on it as we go. So before uh, we go too far into the YFE events and everything, I want to make sure that we get ample amount of time to talk to Mariah Gentry again of Joey Bra. And, okay, perfect. So no echo. Good. So it's just you. <laughs> And so Joey Bra was created by two fun-loving college students using their business degrees in effort to save women from the hardship of pocketless outfits and purse-lugging evenings. Sounds good. With backgrounds in the wedding party event and apparel industries, Mariah and Kyle are ready to introduce the first sexy pocketed bra designed specifically with the party girl in mind. So I'm going to go ahead and welcome Mariah on now. We've got Mariah. She's her co-founder. Kyle is busy with school. So welcome on to the show, Mariah. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you again for coming. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Joey Bra? Sure. So Joey Bra, first off, I'll start with the name. The name came from Mama Kangaroos Have Little Babies, and they're called Joey's. 
and they carry their joeys in a pocket. And so they keep their nearest and dearest and most important object closest to them in their pocket. And that's why we called it the joey bra. And then we started joey bra this last year. And actually my partner, Kyle, thought of the idea um, a long time ago when he noticed that girls going out to parties and events were suddenly losing their phones. And they would come home and get on Facebook and you know create a group that says, lost my phone and I need your number. And he wanted to figure out why this was happening. And they turned out not to have places to put their items. They wouldn't go out with a purse or a coat. And so the only thing that women always go out with is their bras. And so we started thinking, what's a great way to really keep those objects safe and secure? And so we thought the pocketed bra. And so that's what we started. And we met, met together in a class and we did an analysis of the market. And from there, the last month has been a whirlwind of doing manufacturing and setting up our company. So how did you and Kyle meet at first? Was it through school or was it um, outside of school? How did that happen? Yeah, so it was actually the fall of this year. We met in an entrepreneurship class at the University of Washington. And we were posed with the task of trying to figure out a product to introduce to the market that we had never seen. And so we started with kind of that idea of what do we really want to do? What interests us? And so he thought of, you know, let's try this idea that I've had for some time, see if it's a good good one. And that's how we met. Awesome. So he initially came up with the idea and then you came on in the process. At what, at what point in the process was it that he was like, okay, let's go ahead and do this. Or were you paired up for school and a partnership? How did that happen? So we were paired up with school and then from there we realized that it was kind of faded that we should meet together i had a lot of business experiences from past um, companies that i've started and he had had this wonderful idea and just this driving passion to really go forward with it and so it was kind of naturally we just wanted to progress and work on it you know day and night and so for the last couple months we've just been going real hard and that's kind of how we just developed it awesome now you're at, you're at UW, the Foster School of Business, and was this something that you had always wanted to do? You were talking about multiple companies that you had started. Have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Yes. So even when I was little, I was that girl who had a lemonade stand, of course, but when I realized no one wanted to buy the sugary lemonade when they're running past, I switched over to crystal light lemonade and suddenly was selling like crazy. <laughs> um, Innovative. So that's when I was like seven, and so from there I had a couple other businesses. I'd sold um, a bird called a button quail. I would buy eggs off of eBay and they were like 30 cents, get them home, hatch them in my parents' garage and then sell the chicks to pet stores for like $10. And that was when I was like 14. And I don't know how I came up with crazy ideas, but somehow I did. And then I've done wedding photography for the last five years and I have simply loved it. Wow. So why college then? Because there's a whole, I mean, there's a lot of debate out there right now of whether or not entrepreneurs, people that have an entrepreneurial spirit should even enter college. Why business school? Why did you take that path still? Yeah. So I thought the college is really that extra credibility that I could use to expand. And obviously it's helped me in more ways than one. I mean, I've met up with Kyle, which has great potential. And then not only that, but I also have entered in the business plan competition. So we recently did that. And that was an opportunity that if I hadn't gone to school, I wouldn't have had those connections made or that chance to do the competition. Um, and just overall, the connections that I've made with you know other CEOs of companies in Seattle, law firms, things like that around the Seattle area have been all through school. 
So, so why don't yeah. you tell us a little bit, bit of then about the business plan competition? Because I know you just told me some really fun news, but why don't you <laughs> say a little bit about what, what it is, first of all, and what happened? Sure. So the business plan competition at the University of Washington is one of the biggest and most premier competitions that we have every year. And it's between MBA students, undergrads, whoever wants to enter can enter as long as they're a student and have an idea. And so 101 people entered um, different ideas and it goes through months of screening. So the first round you enter a business plan that details what you really want to do with it. And then from there you get screened through an investment round where it's kind of like a trade show. And you go around and you explain to people what your idea is, why you think people should um, invest in you. So the judges all have this monopoly money, if you will, that they put towards your company. And then the 16 that move on from there get to do oral presentations to CEOs from around Seattle in kind of a closed environment. And then from there it goes on to the final four. And they give presentations to some of the most premier top people that UW can find to judge us and critique us and ask us questions. And so recently, just um, the other day, we had our final round and we received tied for third out of 101 teams. So we're very excited about that. Um, yeah, and it was just amazing for the connections and just the energy that flows into it and allows us to really focus on what we're going to do and how we should progress. So now in this competition, are you the only ones that are actually have a product that's out to market or is this something that a lot of the students have already started their businesses? So like I said, it's a combination between undergrad and MBA, and we were one of the very few undergrad teams that made it through to the investment round. And so a lot of teams are in that in-between stage where they start with a plan, and as those months progress, they suddenly transform it into a company. And so the two top teams that did phenomenal um, at the competition do have kind of a product, but it's kind of also still an idea that they're working through and they do have secured kind of contracts and things like that. So it is kind of like a moving into a business rather than just a business plan competition. So a lot of companies did have a product or a service that's already out there in the marketplace. Very nice. So now after school, do you plan on getting your MBA? Are you done with school once, once you graduate? What's the plan after this? So I think after school, I would definitely like to focus and continue Joey Bra, and then possibly from there, you know, we're going to have product iterations that I would love to focus on, such as a sports bra version, a travel bra, things like that, that are just going to consume my time and I'm going to be thrilled to do it. And then after that, I expect that I probably will go back to school and get an MBA at some point, but I'm going to really let life just take me where it goes and go with it. So now, as far as you mentioned the race, the racer back bra and the bras that are more for fitness, which actually I did a lot of research around Joey bra and you were on King Five with the roller derby girls. Now, where did you get the idea for the fitness inspired bra? Yeah, so that was actually from a lot of our customers. And so I have all of you to thank for. Um, I had always dreamed of some place to put my keys when I'm out running. You know, you have a, a hand with a water bottle and a hand with a phone and a key and your iPod and all this crazy stuff going on when you're really just trying to go out for a run to relax and, you know, to focus on other things besides all this technology. And so a lot of our customers just reaffirmed that and said, please make one for a sports bra. I would love to have my iPod in a little pocket that won't fall out. And so we just started looking at design. So our manufacturer right now is putting that all together for us. It's going to have a waterproof pocket so you don't have to worry about sweat or anything like that getting on your iPod or your phone. Um, yeah, so a lot of it's just from our customers and great communication with them. 
Very cool. Now, as far as interacting with your customers, how did you actually do that? Because, I mean, this company is not very old. It's just a couple months old, right? Yeah. As far as being out into the public. Now, you did a Kickstarter program. Is that part of the way that you've been able to interact with customers, or is it more on a one-to-one personal basis? What does that look like? So it kind of looks like a whole network of different things that come at us. So we do have the Kickstarter, and that just ended on May 19th. And we were very thrilled about that. Um, a lot of people would you know, send us private messages that say, make it in this size, make a sports bra, make a travel bra, make one for insulin pumps um, for girls with diabetes. And so we got all this awesome feedback from that. And then once the media kind of went viral with it, and we got on Forbes and Huffington Post and things like that, people just started putting it in the comments. And we would go through for hours and read every single comment you know, and kind of mark down what we thought was most important, what were the best iterations that we could do. And they were already iterations that we had been thinking about, but it only reaffirmed that we should definitely go with it. And then we kind of reached out to the girls in the sororities at the University of Washington. And we said, hey, here's some surveys. Just what do you think? Um, and kind of give us your feedback. So it was kind of a one-on-one -on -one and kind of the media attention that brought uh, the customer to us. Very nice. Now, as far as selling the bra, you did the Kickstarter program. How are you, Morgan, on the live chat is asking how you're selling the bra. Is it strictly online? Are you going to, um, like she's saying, gyms? Are you going to be the wholesaler? How, how does that look as far as retail goes? Yeah, I think that's an incredible uh, question. First off, we are selling through our website, which is just joeybra.com. Right now, it's priced at $19.99 for a special pre-order. And once we get all of our product in stock and we're shipping um, very smoothly, that's going to go up to $29.99. And then we will be approaching local boutiques around Seattle area, as well as some hopefully big box stores so that we can get this product out to you. But right now you can exclusively get it at our website. So now the Joey bra, the concept here is not it's not anything different from what we've seen before. My husband and I, after I graduated from college, we went on a, a couple months, a uh, little road trip over Europe. Well, backpacking trip, I guess is what you would call it. And we did, we got the like the little belt thing. So the idea of hiding your, your phone or your credit cards or your ID underneath clothing is not new. However, you are putting this awesome new spin on it because a sorority girl, a party girl is not going <laughs> to wear like the belt thing and a lot of them are much more svelte where they can't actually put their phone in their bra as it is um so i think that's awesome that you have this unique idea but as far as you know comp competition goes how do you foresee the marketplace in a year from now five years from now do you think victoria's secret is going to be for example starting to add pockets into their bra how does that play into your business plan yeah, so I think it really depends on how you look at it. First of all, we look at it as a lot of opportunity. So right now, our current competition is up against, you know, the belts that you're talking about or a little fanny pack and things that you wouldn't necessarily want to wear with a skirt or a dress. And so there are some people coming along, um, such as I think it's the Porta Pocket, and give a little shout out to them, um, that are trying to do iterations that, you know, really incorporate a way to store your items underneath a dress or a snug shirt or things like that. And I just welcome it. I think it's great to have competition in the market. Um, Cause I mean, at the point that we're at, we don't really have the competition that, you know, you would see with a normal bra or storage options. And I think it's only going to open up the market for more possibilities. And our end goal, you know, is to help people. And whether that's, you know, seeing competition come into the field and open it up and make it more of an accepted idea to carry these items more discreetly, that's totally fine. We welcome it and we love the competition. 
a good way to look at it. And do you have any patents that are um, pending or that are going through? What does that look like? Yeah, so we are currently patent pending with a utility patent for the waterproof pocket and the pocket on the side, how it is right now. Um, but right now we're not expecting just like everyone with the apparel industry. Patents are something that you know you can never rely on entirely. And so we're going more with the trademark route where we just hope that our name, the Joey Bra, will stick. And right now we have had international interest in it. And over half of our customers are coming from international sources. Wow. And so we want to really be the original Joey Bra. And that's kind of what we're hoping for right now. QVC, Shark Tank, any of those major outlets to get your name out, is that in the future for you? Those are in the future, and we have some interesting conversations with them that I'll have to update you about. I can't tell you about any of them right now. Awesome. Um, That's yeah, really we, exciting. We do have some interesting conversations coming up with those um, that are going to finalize in the next couple months. Wow. So, okay. okay. Tiffany's on the chat now, and she's asking if you're going to be um, planning on extending your sizes. Yes. That is our number one question, and that is my number one favorite one to ask answer because – First off, our manufacturer, when we started looking to sell these just to local sorority girls, we were doing smaller sizes. And then suddenly with the interest, we went and we you know, reordered some, but we didn't get to that minimum order when they open up the full size range. And so the next order will include most all the sizes that we are getting um, interest for. So for like 36 C's, things like that, that are a little bit bigger than what we have right now. And then the steps up into the D's. Um, is definitely where we're going, and we're very excited. It's just going to take a little bit of time since we did launch only a month ago. So uh, crazy. <laughs> it's a process. So as far as the manufacturing goes, how did you learn how to do that? Was that part of your business school, or did you reach out to Connections? Um, so I actually just kind of found it on my own. A lot of the resources that you know people my age are starting to use is we're just really savvy with how to navigate different connections and kind of backward track through things. And so I found this wonderful contact in China through um, kind of a networking key for different manufacturers. And I get on there, you know, every so often and we'll just instant message back and forth and she'll send me pictures of what our product is going to look like um, before she sends out our shipments so I can make sure everything's ship shape for all of our customers here. Um, and they're just incredible. She is also just out of college. And so it's fun to get on there and see kind of how that works. And she really gives me the light into how the manufacturing process works. So, Do you have a tip as far as cultivating contacts goes? Um, are you big in social media? Is it more about in person? What has worked best for you in building Joy Bra? So building Joy Bra, I think has just been kind of a great combination of, we always want to be there for our customers. So whether that's answering questions on Twitter or answering them through Kickstarter, we want to be the face of our company. And so using that social media, you know, always draws back to the fact that this is our kind of baby and this is what we're putting out there. And that's what we want to really be true to is, you know, making sure that our customer is taken care of. And I think that's the biggest part of the social media is that we do respond very quickly and we can respond very quickly to, you know, if people want to know about sizes, we're more than happy to answer that question over and over and over. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's been great. All right. So... Amanda just asked a really good question that's in the live chat. How are you going to balance running this, so running Joey Bra, and business school? You are just talking about social media and that you can answer quickly. How are you answering quickly if you're in a final? Yeah, so that is the wonderful thing about a partnership. Um, with Kyle and I, we have opposite academic schedules. 
And so when he has class, I don't have class. And that's why you see me here right now. Um, and so we can really balance that. So we know basically when someone else is in class, you're on call. And so you take care of those messages and get back to them. And so that's how it's working out right now. And that balance factor has just been completely organic. And we just really appreciate the effort that we both put into it. And it's worked out great so far. So I mean, the balance is just kind of, it's a work in progress, but it's coming along pretty well. Do you have any regrets as far as your partnership goes? <laughs> I know it's kind of a bummer question, but it's, I always think this is a very unique mix when you go into business with someone, especially your particular business, because like you said, you've just been, you've been in business just a couple months and it was something that was created out of business school. And it was, I mean, it really caught on like wildfire, wildfire, right? I mean, you'd say that yeah. picked up yeah. by press. Um, so as far as your partnership goes, looking back at it, is there anything that you th you'd say, oh, I wish we would have done this differently? Because um, you're working with a dude, too. I mean, <laughs> so I, I meet a lot of young female entrepreneurs, but they're generally partnered with young female entrepreneurs. So, again, question one, <laughs> uh, what, what are the downfalls or things that you would do differently? Um, so far, there have not been any regrets. I think it's a blessing in disguise that he is a male and he also actually does work at REI right now. And so he has experience um, in women's apparel is his department coincidentally. And so he has a lot of experience in the industry that just complements my experience with business. And I think it's just great to have a guy always on your team. I mean, sometimes they're a little bit steadier thinkers than we are. <laughs> we like to go at things really quick and he'll sit me down and just be like, okay, here's the step we should take right now. Um, he's just been great. Just the passion that he puts into it is equal to mine. And so I think there's no regrets there. We're up to, you know, 4 a.m. at night sometimes just working on it. And it's never like one person is alone at this whole task. So it's great. Do you feel like he balances, and this is not, um, this is not my opinion, but the opinion of others is that women are much more emotional in their business and they make decisions based off of emotion. Do you think that he balances your femininity out in that in that sense i i would say so um he is very level-headed and you know i'll be freaking out about something texting him like crazy he's just like you know what it's gonna be fine it's all good take care of it. <laughs> it's always good to have someone like that on your team yeah, so, so, so marketing so. rage is asking what has been the most challenging or scary part of launching your business um i think one of the scariest parts is that it took off so fast we were not prepared um, kind of from the infrastructure that we have built to take on all the international interests that we had received. And so we're still working on our fulfillment lines, things like that, to make sure that the shipping process is going smoothly and that we're really having a foot in everywhere that we should. So I think it's just the speed has been really scary, but also completely exhilarating. And it just pushes us forward so fast and just motivates us to continue. Very nice. Now, Jessica, who's also in the chat, J Newell Media, do you have a way for customers to try on the bra virtually in terms of measurements, et cetera? So we don't yet. Um, we are going with the standard sizes soon of like the 32A, 32B, things like that. Um, for our customers that are at the UW, such as the sorority girls, we do have a pop-up changing room. Um, and we are looking to add a virtual try-on method sorts um, but that won't be for a while now so very cool now as far as okay 
So jumping back a bit, you were talking about the racer back bra. That's more for the fitness um, inspired thing, which I think is awesome because I was running today and the stupid side thing is so <laughs> annoying. And I think a lot of people can agree with me on that. Um, but I looked at some of the comments in the articles and a lot of women are concerned with breast cancer as far as the iPhone being so close. Um, but again, I mean, the straps have been around for years and they're just really in the same area. So what is your, what is your feedback as far as that has gone? Have you found that a lot of women have that concern and based off of that, what is your reaction? Yeah. So I think that's definitely a valid question. Um, my mom did have breast cancer when I was little. And so I'm very familiar with very sensitive to the fact that people are concerned about it. We definitely are not selling this as a wear all day, you know, encourage you to always have something next to you um in kind of that intimate area but it's more of a party go out go for a run item and we did talk to some people with the cancer care alliance and they said it's not too much of a worry um at all right now and we do have built into our pat patent emf protection fabric that we can add in there if it does become an extreme concern for some women um and making maybe having like a luxury line that does include that um, as far as me personally, I think it's totally fine right now as it is, but if you're concerned, I would say, you know, just put your iPod in it and your key rather than your phone that's transmitting things. Um, the research that we have done indicates that when the phone's off, it's transmitting very, very little. And so you can just turn off your phone, but it's important at the same time to make sure to have those safety devices with, if you do need help, if you're on a run and something happens, um, I think it's more of a concern of safety in the, you know, proximity of what you're doing. I love all of your responses. It sounds like you're really listening to your customer and you have everything well thought out ahead of time. And I think that's incredible because I did, I looked through all of the comments. I know I don't want to say all of the comments, but I, you know, I scanned through them and there is a Joey bra response to the majority of them, which I think is awesome. So kudos to you guys. So um, to wrap things up, I want to ask, because this is an interesting lifestyle that you're living here. You're, you're very young, you're in school and you are, um, creating a business like that you said is it's an international company with hopes of incredible expansion over the next couple of years. So what does an average day in the life of Mariah Gentry look like? Seriously? Like when, when do you wake up? Um, you don't have to go into full detail, but you know, like things that productivity wise, what does that look like? Yeah, so I usually get up around 7 and then head off to school. Um, while I'm at school, you know, checking my email, checking the business if I can, and then passing it off to Kyle when I am in class. And then from there, when I'm on my free breaks, checking on Joey Bra, making sure things are going smoothly, calling our different fulfillment, calling our manufacturer, things like that. Um, and then we work really late. <laughs> um, you probably get emails from us, some of our customers that are extremely late. So if need be, we continue into the night. Um, and so it's really just a continuous process. And so many of our friends have been so willing to pitch in that they're kind of scattered throughout that schedule, just helping us out with tagging or things like that as we're, you know, doing our first shipment. Um, so that's kind of a day in the life and go to bed really late, get up really early and just continue. So one, your, your top piece of advice for a college student that's watching this video, what would it be? A young female entrepreneur college student. Yeah. So I've met with a lot of people recently who have had questions and, you know, they just ask, how do you do it? How do you continue? What motivates you and things like that? And I say, just go out and do it. You can make a plan to no ends of how you want to make your business. But the moment you launch a product, something's going to change. A customer is going to have a concern. They're going to have a suggestion. 
and that's going to change your business plan. So, I mean, just try things and try them over and over. You're going to fail sometimes, but, you know, just pick yourself up from a small fail and just keep going. Don't consider those fails to be mistakes. Consider them challenges that you overcame and you're better for it. Um, and just try things that are kind of wacky. You know, if you think it's going to work, just go for it. If you don't think it's going to work, try something else, but never give up. You're also not too young to start things. And I think Kyle and I are just, you know, living proof of that. We've been starting companies since we were little and they have had success. And so just try those things and balance it with school. Make sure you still go to class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of parents would like to um, copy paste that. Yeah. Little tidbit. So no, <laughs> that was awesome, awesome advice. And actually everything that you said tonight was fantastic because this is a world that I think a lot of people don't understand. They don't get to see on a daily basis. So thank you so much for sharing this, Mariah. And thank you for being on the Young Female Entrepreneurs live stream. I highly enjoyed the interview. I don't know about anyone else. I'm sure you all did too, but I really enjoyed it. Thank you. I had so much fun. So where can we find Joey Bra uh, outside of this video? So you can find Joey Bra at joeybra.com. We also have a Facebook that's just Joey Bra LLC. And then you can reach us on our Twitter, which is Joey underscore bra. Perfect. All right, Mariah. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And everyone, make sure that you check out Joey Bra. Um, like she was saying, they're going to be making a lot of changes in the upcoming um, year, I guess, maybe months. I don't know how quickly you guys <laughs> ship out. Um, but uh, be on the lookout for all of those changes. And thank you so much for showing up into the chat. You had a lot of great questions. We're doing another live stream here at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, next Thursday night and through June, actually through the summer, forever. I do them on Memorial Day. I do them all the time. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great weekend.